0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Uh, look, uh, I am so like, you know, what, what this guy is going through is Ridiculous. Ridiculous. He's getting hammered time after time and I'm just getting sick and tired of it. So, it's like I watch it, I send it in, I I see it all and it's, they're fouls. It's plain and simple, they're fouls and there's no other way to say it except they're fouls. They're fouls. No one drives the ball more to the rim than this guy does. And if you rake across his arm, you rake across his arm. And if you hit him in the head, you hit him in the head. Those are fouls. Those are fouls. Sick and tired of it. Sick and tired of it. Uh, Jaso so focused. Hey, John, thank you for the generous contribution, Jossel. Ja. Thoughts that are not specific to this one. One, RJ is a player who is so up and down that you have to keep him in his role because the game plan doesn't revolve around him. Randall never runs unless he has the ball in his hands. Um, I mean, that's fair on Randall. He is what he is. Um, I, Him running back, him not running back on defense is the only stuff that gets me really annoyed. Him walking the ball, him walking up when he doesn't have the ball on offense, I don't, I don't really care about that. Um as far as RJ being so up and down that you have to keep him in this role because the game plan doesn't revolve around him. Like you're that comment. I'm not killing you for the comment. I I have no issue with it, but implicit in that is like, we need to find the environment with which this player can be successful. That's part of the problem. It's four and a half years. And we're still asking the question, what is the environment with which in which RJ Barrow will be, very successful. If you have an answer, God bless. But like the notion that like he's so inconsistent. So we need to keep him in the starting five where he could have halves like this that contribute. I would say significantly to them really put on a stinker out of the gate. I don't know that that's the answer to me. Inconsistent players historically with good reason come off the bench and they come off the bench for a reason, because if they are inconsistent, if they don't have it on a given night, it's like, okay, no harm, no foul. That guy gets, you know, 15, 16 minutes and that's it. Um, which is why Emmanuel quickly should be starting. Cause he's not inconsistent. He's one of the most consistent players they have, if not the most consistent player that they have. <laughs> um, Thank you, Joe. I appreciate you. Dom Cappuccini with another one. Dom, you're as I say this lovingly, you know, you're madman, Dom. You're madman. Major keys to this loss that shouldn't be lost over anything else. One, horrendous three-point shooting. Yes. Wide disparity on the glass? Yes. I think they got out rebounded by 12, if I if, um am not mistaken. Um normally they are two strengths for us. Those two stick out for me more than the turnovers or RJ or Jalen or the refs. Um, yeah, I mean, it, look, you can't fake great offense. And I mean, well, they did last year, actually. So maybe I shouldn't say that. Um, it's hard to fake great offense. Their three-point shooting has been a massive part of the offensive success. And the thing that, the thing that I didn't love about the, the reason why I'm not just like, Oh, they missed a ton of threes tonight. I really didn't love their process on offense. And I did not like when they're hitting threes, not all the time, but like almost all the time, it feels like those threes come in rhythm. It did not feel like anything came in rhythm tonight. Maybe that's just me. And like, give the magic credit for that. I do want to give the magic credit for that. They absolutely make your life harder on you to get into a rhythm because they're just, they are shit They are young. They are feisty. They have their hands and everything. They are beating the crap out of you. And if it gets called great, if it doesn't even better. So like for me, the threes is, is more in that realm. As for the disparity on the glass, Dom, I, I don't know that we could say that rebounding is a strength of ours anymore. I just, I think without Mitch, this is an average rebounding team. You know, at best. And that's unfortunate, but I do think it is a reality that we will need to get used to. Thank you, Dom. Man, OKC up now by 22. Uh, Will Oliver, this could be a contentious playoff matchup preview. Um, I don't see either of these teams finishing high enough to face one another. I mean... I guess theoretically they could face each other in a four or five. I. Uh, I gotta tell you, I would be shocked if one of Miami or Cleveland is not either the four or the five. Um. So, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. Thanks, Will. <laughs> Donald, another one. Or Tibbs, looking at your group chat, LOL. Um, Oh, looking at you, group chat, LOL. Um, I don't even know what that's referring to, but it's fine. Oh, and you... Sorry, you mentioned the ref's last uh, comment, so shout out, AG1. Joss focus with another one. For number one, when he's off, you play heart. I don't know what the, i don't know what you mean by that for number two we have no solution today r j did as much as he could on both ends in the second half thirty you just have to accept it all right that you're all over the place on this one um i think it's referring to something with r j in terms of like when he's when he oh so you start r j when he's off you play hard when he's no, I, I, I'm i lost. I'll address the part of your comment that I understand, which is that RJ did as much as he could on both ends in the second <laughs> half. RJ did not do all that he, he could on the defensive end in the second half. And if that was RJ doing all he could on the defensive end in the second half, well, shit, that ain't good. Like, I've always, it has always bothered me that there is a lack of physicality to this player when it comes to playing like tough, gritty defense. You call me a hater. It's fine. Um, that's my perception of him. And that will not change until he proves me wrong. And I think we got another one from Joss, so Focused. Definitely taking the Jalen Brunson points, rebounds, assists prop tomorrow. Well, that would be smart. That would be smart. You should take that prop because um, it's a good prop. I think it'll be a high scoring game. I hope we win. If they win that and they can go into the new year 18 and 14, it would feel so much better to me than 17 and 15, man. Let me tell you. A lot better. Thanks, Sean. Nebraska White with another one. Thanks again for uh, chiming in, Nebraska. Appreciate you. Uh, Who would be the best realistic option for an updated mid three with Brunson and Randall? Siakam, Laurie, Jeremy Grant, or Murray? Hashtag let's go, Knicks. Um, I don't believe Laurie market is a realistic option given what Danny Ainge will demand in a trade. I think I th- I'm of the opinion that that would work really well on offense. I know that's not a universal opinion. I think there are genuine. There is a reason to have genuine concerns about what that is on defense. And I say the same thing about. DeJounte Murray, let me get back to Murray in a second, but like Justin Laurie with what you would need to give up to get him that that's, that would kind of be your all in move, honestly. And I just don't think that is worth an all in move. Um, Siakam is, is, is not a reliable shooter. Putting him next to Randall at the three is just crazy. Um, it'll kill your spacing. And like again, Siakam, another guy who like needs the ball. So not what this offense needs. And if you're and then you could tell him you play him at the five, that hasn't worked in Toronto. Like they've tried him at the five. That is not defensively tenable. I don't think rebounding wise, it's tenable. Um, so I don't like Siakam. Um, which leaves Jeremy Grant and DeJounte Murray. Of those two. I mean, so Grant can shoot it. I think we have enough of a sample size now over the last few years. He could shoot it like he's, over, he's above 40% for a couple of years in a row. Now he's been around 38, 39 for even longer than that. Do I want Jeremy Grant who you're paying $32 million a year really to be a four, a four, but like his value on defense is like he could he could defend the big wings, right? He is a theoretically big wing defender. Well, if he's out there defending big wings, then who's Randall defending, right? That's why you're paying Grant the thirty two million dollars a year. So, that like Randall gets a lot of those assignments. Well, th- now you've now introduced a scenario where okay, well, we have to hide Julius Randall on someone. Well, that's tough because you're already hiding Jalen Brunson on someone to say nothing of whoever the fuck is starting at the two (laughs) who like, you know, I don't know about that. Unless you're just going to say like, you're going to start sicking Jeremy Grant on like smaller players, which again, you have to think about doing because Jalen Brunson does not guard point guards. So really it's not about like, like, do you want Jeremy Grant guarding opposing like point guards? I don't know if that's, let alone something I want to A, give up real assets to find out because the Blazers are not giving up Jeremy Grant for free and B, paying $32 million a year for. Um, So I don't love that fit. So I guess by default, I would say Murray and I don't don't love the fit with Murray. Again, a, a guy likes having the ball in his hands. His best value is with the ball in his hands. And more than anything, he's a small guard. I know he's six five. Whatever, he is a guard. He is a point. He is a point guard or a combo guard. That is his size. He's not, you know, you want to say he's the equivalent of like a Grimes defensively or a Divincenzo defensively in terms of just size. I understand he has more aptitude than both of those guys. He is still a guy that is going to get picked on by bigger players. So you are you you are you are still left with this conundrum of. There are, if, if Thibodeau does not want to go with three guard lineups, and I don't think acquiring DeJounte Murray is going to make him any more willing to go with three guard lineups than he is right now, well, then, then, then you've just, you want to talk about a minutes issue for quickly and Grimes and DiVincenzo now? Could you imagine if they give up real stuff and send like RJ to Atlanta for Murray? No. The trade that makes. More sense, I guess, would be to send I well, but as, I can't even get the words out because of course it's trading quickly for Murray doesn't make sense because then what are you doing? You still have RJ. And so then you're starting to Murray and RJ together. That makes fucking no sense. So the more roads you go down, the more dead ends you find. I mean, again, like it would require them really shifting their thinking, and 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 in in terms of the sorts of lineups that they play and how small those lineups would be, and frankly, I don't I don't know if I really want them to shift their thinking in that direction. I just I don't love the fit with Murray. I just don't, and I'll I'll write about it more at some point. But that's my that's my short answer. So who knows? Maybe I'm actually saying Grant. I don't know. I don't know. Thanks, Nebraska. Good question. I don't know if my answer was any good, but uh, next up, after Nebraska White, what do we got? We got anything else? Oh, Jaso Focus, Dreaming Out Loud, Bonchero, uh, 4.30 on this team. Yeah, it ain't happening, Joss. Listen, a lot of complaints tonight. Don't complain about Julius Randle. Julius did what he could. He was great. <laughs> Last one from Ja. The refs definitely bet on Orlando on prize picks today. You got both of our sponsors in there in one shot. You got the prize picks mentioned, and you got or the ref uh, call out, which means I have to drink another shot of AG1. Thank you, AG1. Mm. Particularly delicious tonight. Okay. Um, Dom with another one. Dom, the madness continues. When you consider how poorly they shot and they couldn't get a contested rhythm in a paint, get into a consistent rhythm in the paint. Unlike in the last win, the loss was inevitable. Given their energy, throw it away and start fresh tomorrow. Just play fresh too. I, that's kind of what I think Tibbs was doing by saying what he said in the post game presser and he'll get a fine and blaming it essentially on the rest, not blaming it on the rest, but like putting it really on the rest. I think that was Tibbs' way of kind of throwing this one in the garbage, which I trust that he knows his team well enough. I know I I might be in the minority on that. I think he knows his team well enough to know when to push what buttons. And if Tibbs had that response, that makes me think that this might very well be a throw it in the trash game. So you might be on something, dumb. Thank you. Appreciate you as always.
2: What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a 2-6 to six player stat projection. With basketball season fully underway, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League. This is a league-created specifically, Specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, take Jalen Brunson over in points or Julius Randle over in rebounds and combine it with two NFL picks like Lamar Jackson over in rushing yards or Zach Wilson over in interceptions. Prize Picks is a really simple way to play. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. Like on Taco Tuesday each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. PrizePix now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepix.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepix.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. Juanon, what's
1: going on, Juanon? Out of curiosity, what is the consolidation move you're hoping for? It's clear we need one. The question I have is whether it's worth waiting or whether waiting has hurt us. Suns continue to suck. Um, The consolidation move I'm hoping for. I. So like my number one dream consolidation move. Um Ananobi. Ananobi. The problem is <laughs> I don't want RG R- or OG Ananobi and RJ Barrett on the same team. That doesn't work. Don't like that. Um, I guess unless you're bringing RJ off the bench, which someone tells me if they traded for Anobi and they did not trade RJ in the trade, uh, RJ ain't moving to the bench. I guess theoretically there's a world where that could work, but a- anyway. So let's say you trade RJ. Then if it's OG, or if it's RJ plus any player that is not named Emmanuel quickly, so basically Quentin Grimes, right? RJ plus Grimes... And it'll be besides asking for a lot more. I, I think, I think he's asking for two unprotected firsts in that trade, at least. So then you're like, all right, well, what if you put quickly in instead? So you get your consolidation, you get your two for one, you let quickly go somewhere where he thrives. You punt the quickly contract issue. You punt RJ Barrett quite quite literally into Canada. And then you save yourself draft picks. Cause you would not obviously give up as many as much draft equity in that trade because you're giving them quickly as well as RJ. So the team that you have left just at spots one through four would be you probably start still start DiVincenzo there. So Brunson DiVincenzo and Anobi Randall. It's pretty good. And then you bring Grimes off the bench. You bring uh, Hart off the bench, Josh Hart. And you probably have... Who am I forgetting? Because Quickly and RJ are going out. Am I forgetting a player? And then you're starting, yeah. And then you, yeah. And then you're starting. You're bringing in Deuce. Deuce is in your rotation. Deuce is your ninth man. I kind of like that. I don't know. It's a lot to give up. I don't love giving up quickly. Um, I, I like if you're going to give up quickly. I like saving him for the theoretical like superstar trade. But I don't know. I don't know it's a tough call. But he's the obvious one. I don't know that there is another obvious one. Uh, Mad G, the Magic have drafted very well. New York last five years, no. Uh, yeah, New York's draft record all of a sudden is not really looking that great. I mean, you got quickly as your prize. Uh, other than him though, who's the next? Who's the next best draft pick the Knicks have made in the last five years since Mitch? I don't know. You want Grimes? You want R.J. Magic had drafted very well uh, thanks Matt Joseph Brennan might need a lineup change but the more plausible solution is pulling those guys when they don't have it starters came out in the third quarter and were horrible can't let them die out there for eight minutes that's fair I was thinking about it I was thinking about it in the moment where I was like you should pull a Van Gundy pull the whole fucking five and yet the one the one um devil's advocate position that I'll give, and this ended up coming to fruition. If you do that, you cannot close with quickly and heart. Because you can't you can't play him the whole you know, you can't play him for twenty minutes straight. So I think he was trying to just buy time, knowing that he was going to close the game with quickly and heart. And he did close the game with quickly and heart to his credit. Um But it's a fair observation, for sure. Thanks, Joseph. Jocelyn Focus. Saying the Knicks haven't drafted well in five years is... And then he made a little face. I mean, I I don't know. What's... Like, quickly. Quickly is a great draft pick. What other great draft pick or even very good draft pick have they made? I still would say Grimes is a very good pick at 25. Grimes at 25 is a good pick. I know he's going through it right now. I still think that's a good pick. Um, you know we'll see about RJ uh, Ja with another one <laughs> okay last one famous last words the Knicks turned over the ball more than they made field goals in the second quarter I missed the beginning of the second but isn't that the biggest reason for the loss Um, yeah I mean their second quarter generally stunk I I didn't I didn't like how they came out in this game. I really didn't. And I did not like how they came out in the third quarter. Like, yes, the second quarter was horrendous. They were completely disjointed, but like all the stuff that I, like, what it's the same thing I saw to begin the game and begin the third quarter. That's a, you know, it was just, it was bad. It was all bad. So if you want to focus on the second, that's fine because the second was like very bad or they, they couldn't make up for it by at least making a few shots. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you. Haitian Ferg with another one. Thank you, Haitian. Appreciate you. Credit to the Magic also for speeding Brunson up. Yes. Excellent point. They really did speed him up, and he looked out of sorts because of it. Very rarely have we seen this lack of discipline from him. Do you see other teams throwing that kind of defense at him going forward? I think teams are going to throw all sorts of shit at him. Now, I think very few teams have the defensive personnel that the Magic do. So I think you've seen a lot of teams throw some stuff at Brunson this year, but he's countered it because they just don't have the personnel to make his life difficult for an entire game. Um, you know, and he kind of got it going a little bit. So, I mean, again, we're, we're, we're talking about this terrible game from Brunson and I, I called it, I said, I think it was, I, you could argue it's his worst game of the season and for him to still end up with 20 points on, on on 15 shots is like it tells you how good of a player he is that this is arguably his worst game of the season. But yeah, for sure. I just don't know that other teams could could do it as well as the Magic did. Thanks, Haitian. Appreciate you, man. Joseph Soprano with another one. Small ball lineup would be pretty fun with Laurie. Well, it would be, it would score a lot of points. Again, though, I don't I just don't know how they survived the fight. like, I do think you need someone other than Julius Randall to be your small ball five, unless you are going to switch everything and you have the personnel to switch everything. I don't think they have the personnel to switch in that manner. Where again, when I when we talk about switching, it's basically are you leaving the five in the paint or are you bringing the five out and then the fi- whoever the nominal five is goes wherever he goes and you it doesn't you don't matter it doesn't matter where he goes. I I, I don't it, even if you put a lori on this team I don't think that changes that I think you need to you need to like kind of reshape the roster <laughs> excuse me um, and I don't see it. Thanks, Joseph. Appreciate you. Ah, uh, Greg, film stuff. What's going on, Greg? Haven't heard from you a lot this year. I hope you're well. Uh, J Mac, happy holidays. Do you, your fam, and K- um, and uh, uh, Nick's film school? Seems like New York was flat outright. Ah, uh, yes, in the third. Well, New York was down twenty. I said to myself, "Where is IQ? No wing to match up with Franz and Paolo. Hurt, and teams are killing us inside without Mitch." Completely agree. Teams are killing us inside without Mitch. Completely agree. They have no one on this team to match up with Franz and Paolo. And that is annoying. Very annoying. And uh, where is IQ in the third? Yeah, I mean, they went down by 20 and they kind of held steady until quickly came in again. I think it's because he knew he was going to close quickly. So that's. Look, it's fair. Quickly's played more than 16 straight minutes before, so he could do it again. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate you. Hey, you should Ferg with another one, man. You're all over it tonight. How much harder is Tibbs' job with RJ's inconsistency? Is there a ripple effect that might affect his ability to help other players get going? Um, you're throwing me a bone there. Obviously, you know what my answer is. I don't. I don't know that I would like affect his ability to help other players get going. I mean, really we just talk about Grimes, right? Cause I think everybody else is like, kind of, they're fine. I just think, I just think it could be demoralizing, you know? And I, I don't know. It should, and it just makes his job harder because, like, you have a guy who's playing thirty minutes a night, who you never know what you're going to get from him, and he's your third highest usage guy. Like, I, that's so freaking tough, man. That's so freaking tough. Like, if you if you don't have some modicum of consistency between amongst your top three, I don't know how you're supposed to consistently win ball games. And this team obviously does win more ball games than they don't. So. I think it would be made easier if to, if you moved them to the bench, though. Think it might make RJ's life easier too, for what it's worth. Gets him away from Randall. That's why the move is. Sorry, to, to just go back to it one more time. That's why the move is to is to is to have Brunson take the RJ shift. Brunson exits kind of early, let's say with seven or eight or seven or eight minutes into the game. Bring Brunson back in to start the second. Play with RJ. Get him another three minute breather, and then bring him in to close the half in the last, you know, four or five minutes. Um, is that too many minutes for Brunson in in an average game? You're, You're you're sitting him for like 14 minutes a night. Well, that's 34 minutes. That's fine. I just don't. You know, is he okay with playing three stints and a half? Sorry, I know that wasn't your question, but I just thought of it. Uh, Thanks again, Haitian. Jostle Focus, before you see my Benchero chat, I do appreciate Randall. I already saw it. Too late, buddy. (laughs) I love you, John. It's okay. Heaviest jersey in the league. Knicks effed around and found out. You're damn right they did, man. That's, that's, That's my favorite super chat of the night. Concerning they couldn't get up for this game, a game like this. Where are JB's pull up threes tonight? He was all sorts of off, man. He was all sorts of off. And again, it emphasizes how much they have come to rely on his three point shooting him and DiVincenzo, you know, but especially Brunson. They needed that tonight. Didn't get it. Didn't get it. And it hurt them. Really did hurt them. Thank you Um, GD nation with another one. The stupidest comment of the year. I will wear that with pride. When I enjoy listening to your yearly maya culpa about overreacting. I just, I don't know how you could say that it's overreacting about the starting lineup in this game. When the defensive rating for this starting five has been putrid. I mean, do you want me to look up the numbers at this point? I'll look up the numbers because I don't, And again, the Magic have been a bottom five offense, a borderline bottom five offense for a a month. They've been one of the worst offenses in the league for a month. And they came in here against our starting five, and they got whatever they wanted. Just like every team, basically, that has played against our starting five over the last, since this has been the starting five, has gotten whatever they wanted. How many more teams do we need to see go up against our current starting five and get whatever they want before we say it's enough? I I, like maybe it was a, a little bit of an overreaction by me, but like, come on, man. This is, I, I don't think this includes tonight. Randall Hardenstein, Brunson, DiVincenzo Barrett coming into tonight, 102 minutes, 127 offensive rating. Negative 10.4 net rating. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that number went up tonight, that defensive rating, or at the very least, stayed around the same. I don't need to see anymore. I don't need to see anymore. It's not working. Thank you, GD Nation hush zoo is Hart's contract worrying with his production nah i i don't i don't think they have any intention of moving Hart. so like the notion that like oh his trade value has gone down or whatever they're not going to move Hart. Hart's going to be a part of this team for a long time are you paying him a few few million dollars too much yeah but like there's a reason why they didn't maybe negotiate all that hard on that contract versus negotiating hard on quickly What's the difference? They know Hart's not going anywhere. Quickly, I, I, I've said repeatedly, I think they view him as being more valuable as a trade chip than as a player on the team. And that's why they were not about to give him a contract that makes him less valuable as a trade chip. Thanks, Hush. Job with another one. Per your RJ comment, I agree, Quickly is more consistent than RG. RJ. I just think that switching them has the potential to be more harmful midseason than the off season. I, I mean, so what? You gonna are we punting this season? I'm serious question. Like, Tibbs has made lineup changes every year. Teams across the league make good teams make lineup changes all the time. The Lakers are trying to win a championship. They made a lineup change. The Warriors, who've been struggling a lot, they made a sudden lineup change. I'm I'm Aside from Draymond, you know, um, the Clippers, Clippers made a startup lineup change. You think they've been the most, the best team in the league since they made that starting lineup change. Um, The Knicks made a starting lineup change this year. Like it's about, I'm sorry, but to me, it's about like, what are the repercussions to your culture, to your, to, to RJ's ego? to your to your organizational infrastructure like you have touted this player as one of the faces of the franchise for a long time now and i think that has a lot to do with the hesitation to move him to the bench more than basketball thank you John. zach kalalovic what's going on zach I feel a cognitive dissonance watching this team, knowing that it isn't the final iteration forced to play Randall at the five shows the massive hole on our team. Um, yeah. And the Mitch injury just made it more glaring. Like it already wasn't the final iteration, but that iteration of the team with Mitch, at least was still good enough to like, maybe get you in the neighborhood of 50 wins. This team right now, I, I don't know. They they strike me as a team that they would do well to finish 45 and 37. You know, with, with the defensive issues, with the fact that they're guard heavy, with the fact that no Mitch makes the fact that they are guard heavy look a lot worse. So, yeah, cognitive dissonance, probably a good word for it. Thanks, Zach. Nick Greenberg with another one. Uh, we sometimes overlook injuries. Julius Randall playoffs first seven games possible that RJ's migraines are still affecting him. Almost hope so. Is there a doctor in the house, um, man? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I don't know. My answer is I don't know. I, I wish I could give you something else. I for me to be like yes, there's absolutely a possibility that would be me talking out of my ass, which I know I do a lot of, but uh, yeah. Thank you, Nick. RJ team. I wonder who's going to be our trade deadline spark plug this year. Derek Rose and Josh jump jumpstarted our team in the second half of the season. You're damn right. They did. Um, I, I mean, it feels like they're going to trade for a five. If they make any other move, that means someone that we hold near and dear is going to be sent packing. That was not the case with the Derrick Rose trade. And that was not the case with Josh Hart trade. So if you're going to get, if other than a new backup center, or I guess theoretically a starting center, if you're making a trade for a guy that's like going to play enough rotation minutes to like jumpstart your team, Someone from the current rotation is going out. That's the difference. And I. It could look, it could be anyone. Because if you say, okay, it's Grimes doesn't make a lot of money, put him with Fournier and then that gets you a little bit higher salary um, to, to go after some different players. But. I don't know. I don't know. I wish I had an answer for you, man. I don't know. RJ team with another one. What do people see in IQ? Uh, he's a high analytic metric player, but what aspect of IQ's game is he elite at offensively or defensively? Uh, he is an elite defensive guard at every aspect of the game, other than on ball defense against <clears throat> bigger players. And if you want to take it a step further and say he just is never an elite on ball guard defensively, I would hear you out. I think if he's matched up with a player that's roughly his size, he could hold his own more. Um, He's elite at that. He is not bad at anything. And I think when you have a player who is above average at pretty much every... Forget... No, it's not that he's not bad at anything. He's not even average. He's like he's above average at everything else. When you have a player who's above average at everything else, at, at everything, and then is elite in one aspect of the game, that's a pretty important aspect of the game, especially for this team. Like, once is an accident, twice is... Or what is it Once is an accident, or once is a, twice as a coincidence, three times is a trend. Did I get it right? On the third try. Um, the quickly on off metrics are like, like it's it's not it's not a, it's it's not a coincidence at this point. Um, he and honestly, to have a guy who can impact a game and and by the way, I say this all is not one of these like there are there are people who I'm not going to disparage anybody. There are people who view Emmanuel quickly in a light that I will never approach, never. But even me, who is probably more lukewarm on him, like when you have a guy that can give you genuine on ball creation, not at like Jalen Brunson's level, but like that's very rare, but like he can give you genuine, efficient on ball creation and he can absolutely shoot it and he can absolutely pull up and shoot it from deep. Shot it well tonight. He's been shooting the lights out of the ball and be an effective and impactful player off the ball on offense as well as what he does on the ball on offense as well as what he does on defense like like what's, what's what more do you need to see he's the anti RJ basically he's a winning player RJ's a losing player that's the difference
2: What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about AG1. Going into this season, I decided it was time to make a change. My digestion didn't feel its best. I felt sluggish, stressed, didn't feel as focused, and knew I needed to do something different. So I decided to give AG1 a try because I wanted better gut health, a boost in energy, and I hated taking pills of vitamins. Well, when I started drinking AG1 daily, not only could I see a difference in my daily health, but I finally had energy and noticed how much more relaxed and focused I was. That's because AG1 is a foundational, nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs such as gut optimization stress management and immune support since 2010 ag1 has led the future of foundational nutrition continuously refining their formula to create a smarter better way to evaluate your baseline health fun fact I recommended ag1 to all my friends family and Mrs Claudio we drink ag1 first thing in the morning to make sure we have the energy needed to take on a busy day there's no debate ag AG1 is the supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash film school. That's drink. That's drinkag1.com slash film school. Check it out. Kenneth Antigua, I think teams are watching tape and
1: see our passes are lazy and know we're bad in transition recipe for disaster. Uh, happy New Year, KFS team. Yeah, I mean, the the book's been out that you you can. Yeah, you could you could certainly run on the Knicks. Uh, their passes were lazy as shit tonight. I thought their passes were pretty lazy against Thunder, too. Um, that said. I don't know that I could say that their passes have been lazy all year or that they like lazy passing is part of their DNA. They have been one of the lowest turnover teams in the league all year long. I understand that has not been the case tonight and uh, against OKC, but I am not, I'm not going to ding them as a, as a lazy passing team, just based on, you know, a, a small ish sample size here. <laughs> um, thank you, Kenneth. Appreciate you, man. Uh, thomas daly thank you for the contribution appreciate you uh oh here he is thomas daly i can't ride with rj anymore well join join the club it's a lot a lot of people will get on that bandwagon last uh last few weeks the year 4 or 5 is supposed to show what you are he isn't it and while he contributes sometimes we need better well you just nailed it contribute sometimes not consistent you know the it, it is it is Very hard to have a player with this sort of role on your team be this inconsistent. Um, And as for New York's turnover rate on offense, they are 12th in turnover rate. So they've gone down a little bit, but 12th is still pretty good. 12th is still pretty good. Thanks, Thomas. Hushzu. Nick Nick Richards looks very interesting. You know, Fred mentioned him in his his post Mitch news article. Um I like Nick Richards Nick Richards. I've always liked Nick Nick Richards. I think you could certainly get Nick Richards for a late second round pick. Uh you know, the Hornets are never above saving some money. Uh although they have new owners now, so maybe that's different. Um if he's the, if he's what they end up with, I would you know, I don't know how impactful he'll be. I, I, he he strikes me as like, again, talk about an inconsistent guy. He has good moments. He has not good moments. But like you could deal with some inconsistency from your backup five. If if the good moments are pretty good. Thank you, Hush. Jasso Focus, punt the season. Wow, that's a leap, John. Just give IQ more minutes. He doesn't need starts to win or close games. Need Grimes going more than IQ starts. I'm going to stay on this hill. I don't think that there is a path to getting quickly the minutes that he should have on this team with this roster. Unless you start him. I don't think so. And I don't more than that. I don't like (laughs) to me. The hesitation is you lose your bench. So, like the feeling we all get, and we're like, "Man, starting unit really doesn't have it tonight." Thank God, Emmanuel quickly is coming in the game. You lose that when you start quickly. That's the biggest reason you keep him on the bench. Um, I just, I think if you keep him coming off the bench again, you're 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 t- t- Tibbs does not want to play these three guard lineups for a reason. It is not insanity that he doesn't want to be one of the smallest teams in the NBA. And again, it is exacerbated by the fact that you do not have your all defense caliber center and your four is not a good defensive player. So when you add those two elements into the fact that you're playing three guards that are the size of guards. And as long as that remains an issue, it is going to be difficult to get quickly more minutes unless you want to essentially relegate Grimes out of the rotation completely and you just said you need to get Grimes going. So I don't think you want to do that. You know? I I I don't see a better answer and I think the answer could be that one there's not the desperate need to be like oh thank God we have Quick coming off the bench because theoretically your starting unit will be awesome. One, two, um if you put Brunson in the RJ role as I've proposed with the three stints, will that mitigate some of the bench ineffectiveness that could potentially come with taking quick, quickly out of the bench unit? I like how I'm like on the, I'm dying on this hill and I don't think that there's a prayer that this is going to happen. What are you going to do? Thanks, Joe. JM, what's going on, Jay? could see them salary dumping RJ for an expiring perhaps Detroit's Bogdanovich shooting for this season and would have enough for OG in the off season. If my math is right. Um, I don't know what you mean in terms of would have enough for OG in the off season because this team is way over the cap. They are not going to operate as an under the cap team anytime soon. So that's, I don't, unless you're talking about like a, some kind of like sign a trade using bogey's expiring salary or whatever, but I, I don't think you mean that um, as far as just the concept of RJ for bogey, like trading for a 34 year old. I, don't get me wrong. I w I would not hate it. I, not nearly as much as some other people would, but like, man, you want to talk about selling low on your player i don't know man i don't know i i my gut tells me that that would be a very poor decision by the front office and yet i don't know it's not I, i'm not going to sit here and call you insane for bringing it up that's for sure thanks jay Ajou, what do you think the front office looks at um IQ versus RJ. I like IQ more and he should be the priority to keep over RJ and I hope they have the same mindset lol. I don't I don't think the front office has looks at it like that. I mean, people made it out to be like they gave RJ the extension so, you know, that prevented Quickly from getting the extension or whatever. I they view them as two they they play different positions and i think all you need to look at is their usage under this head coach to know that they play different positions now i think they view they have viewed both of them as pivotal pieces in potential trade packages moving forward And I think they have been more inclined historically to view quickly as the more likely player to go out in a trade because of the construction of their roster and the fact that they already have a small guard on the roster and all the things we've been talking about. Could that change? Yes. May have it already changed? Absolutely. That's part of the reason why I want to see quickly in the starting lineup. What does he look like next to next to Brunson for game after game after game, night after night for real minutes? Not 12 and a half minutes a game. That's what they're playing together right now. 12 and a half minutes a game. It's not enough. It's not enough. Thanks, Hush. I think that's it. All right. Well, we got through it. Um, man, that was a downer. That was a downer. Really was I just? Oh wait, no, we got one more. Hold on, Jostle. Focus. If RJ makes it to the playoffs and he goes off again, well, you know what? I, let's. I, great can only hurt right, or it can only help right? Can only help. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know. I I really hope they come out with some effort tomorrow night, and I can see them coming out with a big effort tomorrow night and still losing because that team ain't, ain't ain't cupcakes to play. I know they've been struggling, but so with the Magic. Magic was struggling too. Didn't matter tonight. All right, that's it. Um, see everybody tomorrow, and uh, thanks for watching. Thanks again to our sponsors, AG One and Prize Picks. Uh, if you dig the show, subscribe to the video or subscribe to the channel. Like the video. Do all the do all the podcast things. Rate, subscribe, review the whole thing, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Peace out.